Hey guys, Brian here. Welcome to Apocalypse Movies and Nerd Nation. Before we get started, we just wanted to tell you about the show. We're taking all the geek-related items of the week and nerding out about them with full discussions and speculations. If that's something you love doing, then this is the perfect show for you, and you should definitely hit that subscribe button to join in on our conversation. You can also find the show on all podcast platforms like Anchor, Apple, and Spotify if on-the-go listening works better for you. Thanks for watching and enjoy the show. What is going on, movie lovers? Brian here for Apocalypse Movies, and we are here to do another episode of Nerd Nation, issue number 12. Uh, I am joined today by Jake Berlin over at Controls, and we are here to talk about all things nerd. I have to find another, I'm sorry to interrupt you, I have to find another thing than this for Nerd Nation. What can I do for nerd-wise? Yeah, that's true. Long Star Wars doesn't really have... No, I mean, this isn't really, this is nothing to do with Star Wars, yeah. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. yeah. Sorry, you go on with your intro, my bad. No, you're fine. Um, so yeah, it is issue number 12. Uh, this, If you're new to this, we talk about all things nerd, whether it's Harry Potter, Marvel... DC, Star Wars, anything comic book related, video games, you name it, TV shows, um, and anything we find nerd culture. Um, so yeah, today it's just me and Jake, but we have a good range of topics for you today. We are going to be talking about the King's Man, we are going to be talking about the Arrowverse and all of the drama that's going on with that, and we are going to wrap it up with some Watchmen. Uh, we, I don't think we've ever really talked about Watchmen on Nerd Nation, which is... If we would have... Yeah, we haven't done it yet. Because the way Nerd Nation works, it releases a few days after the show. So it's like... A lot of yeah, people have already kind of di dived into it. And our schedule sometimes is hard because of work and everything. But uh, but let's make it clear. It's not because we don't like it. Because it is probably the greatest show on TV right now. Yeah. So one of the greatest that. shows. Yeah, there you go. Okay. If we would have known what it would have been now, prior, if we would have set it up like all la the Mandalorian, then we probably would have done an after show like we do the Mandalorian. Probably. Yeah, but there's kinda, a lot of stuff to talk about. But so. I also kinda like that we didn't know it was gonna be this Yeah, no totally. Amazing. totally. But um yeah. So we're just gonna dive right in. Our first topic is that the film The King's Man, the third film in the Kingsman franchise, has been pushed back all the way from uh Valentine's Day to September eighteenth. So quite the move back. Um Eight months. Yeah. Pretty, Probably seven months. Yeah. Next year, obviously, 2020. Mm -hmm. um, so we went from it being out in little under three months to almost a whole year. Almost. Um, I personally was extremely looking forward to this show. like Or this movie. Like, th that first trailer might be the best trailer of the year, in my opinion. Uh, is it's it the first there. second it's one? It's up there. Second one the no the first one is it the first one they've only shown one yeah okay well they did a teaser then they did the, yeah, the okay, first yeah. one that's what i thought um i love that trailer love that song watched it i've probably watched that trailer over 25 times uh Jesus. it's amazing i love that trailer um i always hesitate for movies coming out january february january especially because to me january is the just get it out month. February, eh, we're starting to get bigger. I mean, I would say Black Panther was the first. See, I disagree with you. 
Really? The first one wasn't Black Panther, nor was it Deadpool. It was the first Kingsman. The first okay. Kingsman came out in February, Kingsman the Secret Service, and it absolutely crushed. Which was followed by Deadpool, then was followed by Black Panther. Okay, okay. And so, so to me, to me, outside of January, the movie season is no more. It's February through December. And that is shown by having Black Panther in February. That is shown by putting Batman v Superman in March, Captain Marvel in March, Justice League in November, Aquaman in December. It's over the last five to ten years in that range, we've seen movies, or studios rather, not be afraid of certain release dates. Yeah. Um, even That's am- true, because even- they, they always did release stuff around Valentine's Day. They did, but they weren't the comic book movies. No. They weren't the action movies. They were... You know the Valentine Day, the Valentine's Day type movie, or like last year they had the Miss Bala movie, which wasn't a huge success, but could have lived in some form at that time era. Yeah, a good movie that I always go back to was a number of years ago, the Michael Bay movie, uh, Thirteen Soldiers, The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. Mm. That was released in the first three weeks of January, and it was way better than what its release date was given. The same thing could happen this year with Bad Boys. Okay, sure. there's a lot of and the Gentleman from uh, Guy Ritchie is coming out in January uh, as well. Yeah. So there are multiple you know, movies that could be a, succe- a success in these months that are being overlooked because 10 years ago, we we're there are the toilet bowl months. Yeah. There's the transitions from you know the bad season to the summer season to the bad season to the fall season. It's kind of being all meshed together now these days. Yeah. Um, I still would argue that January is the toilet month of if you're going to pick a month for the movie season. Or movie year, I guess. It is for um, theatrical releases, but that's when we get a lot of the limited releases in in larger theaters. Yeah. Like uh, American Sniper a couple years ago. That's true. Uh, limited release in December to get the Oscar buzz, and then destroyed in January. Um, you know, and it's followed by a number of other movies that do that too, so. Yeah. Um, so for me, February, Valentine's Day for this movie... Time, like, well, I mean, for my single butt, like, you know, I would have been totally fine around that time. But I don't hate the move. I kind of feel like it gets taken a little bit more seriously on its new release date, September 18th, around that time. Um, I tend to really pay attention more to movies, I'll say, after July. If you don't count, like, there's That's usually, like... A crazy one in May. That's very interesting. Why? No, uh, that you only you you made it sound like you just pay attention to movies that come out after July. No, but I don't just after July. But it's like I feel like that's when the ball is in full effect rolling. Like See, I, dis- I disagree with you again. <laughs> Why? Because of summer? No, because going back to what I said, I think that I just think that the ball has been rolling over every, like all year long for the past three or four years. Yeah. Like, I mean, I the example I used this last year, or two, 2018, um, Captain Marvel in March. And the year before that, you had Black Panther. and um, Yeah, but at this point, is a Marvel movie not, not going to do really well? Yeah, but I I also go back to the original King, the, the original Kingsman. I mean, I think that that, that came out in February, and it, it made a buttload of money for what it is. I mean, keep it. You have to keep Marvel movies out of it because they're they're an anomaly compared to everything else. Yeah. They make they make money consistently like nothing else. Um, but I, I would definitely say that uh, 
there there's an argument to be made that movies have a better chance now at any month during the year specifically because of marvel movies yeah that they're basing their releases around marvel movies which come out around may july kind of in that november time now um kind of in the february march time now um there's definitely multiple reasons why they move this the movie looked finished to us because we saw the trailers yeah it was moving forward so there's obviously another reason why um but they moved it to a very, very interesting release date because uh, two weeks before, there's a movie called Monster Hunter coming out, which I imagine is a studio movie that could could be a cool thing. Um, but it's coming out the same weekend as Without Remorse, which is the new Michael B. Jordan military movie. It's a Tom Clancy movie. Oh. And so that that's an interesting release date. And then it comes out a week before um, the new Edgar Wright film, Last Night in Soho. And so they kind of put it in a very interesting spot uh, where it could have dominated February, it could have flat out dominated February with what? Birds of Prey. Yeah, I was with Birds say. of Prey, but Birds of Prey comes out a week before, so it could have mopped up all that change of people who already saw Birds of Prey. True. So I don't know. I mean, we don't know the reason why, but it's definitely an interesting choice because they kind of stacked it up against a number of projects that could end up taking money. You know, two weeks later, you have Death on the Nile, which is the sequel to Murder on the Orient Express. Um, and then it says there's a new G.I. Joe coming, which isn't true. But then you have Halloween Kills. So it's like... Halloween's a September? October. Oh, I was going to say. So a month later is Halloween Kills. So at that point, that money's going to be gone. Yeah. They're going to be done for. They If they were in February, they could have rode this out through March, maybe a little bit into April. Yeah, there's no there's no Marvel February, March. And so it's, it's a bit... I, I don't hate the move. I really don't hate I mean, the move. To me, I don't think it's a sign of like, oh, the movie looks like it's in trouble. I think it's a sign of confidence. I do too. And so I, too. I think that they're they're proud of the movie. They're confident in the movie. Um, and let's not forget that this is now under the wings of Disney. And so Disney's calling the shots here with Fox. And so they obviously have a plan and they made good plans in the past. So I have no doubt that there's a good reason behind it. Even if it is for reshoots or whatever, they're going to get it right. I do think it's going to be a success. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I... I completely forgot about the fact that Disney has that. So I'm sure there's a rhyme and a reason behind that. And you can't why. doubt Matthew Vaughn. What he does yeah. with, with the with these movies specifically, even though I didn't like Kingsman 2. Yeah, not these movies specifically, they're they're filled with his flavor and they're made for him. Well, this is essentially a, a wartime movie in a way. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Mean, give me that all day long. And maybe that's why they put it in that release date. Maybe. It is a weird time to do a like a war movie on Valentine's Day, so I don't know. I I personally, like, obviously I want the movie sooner, but I don't hate the time change. We're going to forget about it in a month anyway. Yeah. We'll come back to it maybe once or twice, be like, oh, it was supposed to come out this time. Yeah. But then we're going to be like six months in the row and be like, oh my God, Kingsman's coming out soon. Or The Kingsman, I just said. I know. The Kingsman. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to call it Kingsman. It's so yeah, much easier. It's, like, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so not, I mean, not the most devastating news. It's not New Mutants. Interesting choice though. Yeah. That's the more interesting thing. We haven't heard anything about that lately. So who knows if that even happens. I don't even know what is going on with that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's our first topic. Uh, the second one is the Arrowverse. We have the giant crisis on Infinite Earths uh, crossover. Yeah. Epic. epic uh, starting on Sunday, I believe, right? 
December 8th. Yep, December 8th. Um, and boy, oh boy, is this going to be crazy. Um, Mr. Berlin is the the it's man the of the Arrowverse. Uh, he watches every single show, every single everything. Um, so I'm going to pass the rope <laughs> to you t- for this one. Uh, what do you got to say about it? Yeah, so... Um... I think I talked. I think I mentioned it on now this past weekend because um, we talked about it slightly. Things we're looking forward to. We talked about it on that segment. Um, this is what this entire setup for the CW and and Warner Brothers Television has been leading up to. Yeah. Um, obviously, the introduction of Arrow. They never in their wildest dreams probably could have thought they could have done a crisis uh, storyline, um, but once it started working and people really started grabbing onto it. Um, it just made more sense to kind of build towards it. And then they introduced Flash and Flash's ability with his, you know, powers and that world Speed opened force. up the doors even more in the first season. Or even the, maybe in the first time we ever saw Barry Allen, the newspaper Flash, the Flash um, missing vanishes. From, vanishes from crisis. And so we knew right away that this is this was the end Something. game. This was the end game for this, this crossover, this universe. Um, and it's only grown incredibly since then. I mean, obviously... Uh, we have the spinoff shows for Black Lightning, Legends of Tomorrow, which comes straight from Arrow, number of characters from Arrow. Uh, you have Supergirl, which started on CBS and wasn't originally going to be a part of it, but then it kind of failed on CBS, and it's very successful in the CW. Um, and then the brand new show, Batwoman, which I personally am really enjoying for how quirky and weird it is. Um, I know a lot of people don't, but I think that's just so different from everything else. I think it's kind of a show that can grow into its own. Um, I don't think the CW and then probably when they ever started this ever thought it would get this no crazy. not at all I mean I, I definitely think that uh, Greg um, Berlanti. Berlanti he obviously had a feeling that it was going to be something because the guy knows his kind of ability to be a writer and producer and everything but everybody else was like you're going to do a, a Justice League on television that doesn't feature Arrow. Batman or Superman just Green Arrow yeah well that but I mean they, they, had, they had set this up from the very beginning. Like, Arrow is the Batman of this universe. Yeah. They've set it for years. The Flash is the Superman of this universe. And all these characters around it. And so... Um, Not literally. But. Yeah, but it, that's the roles they take on. And, I mean, we, we've been... Arrow debuted in 2012, so we spent the last seven years with these characters. Specifically, uh, Oliver. And his, his show's coming to an end, and it's sad. Like, these final episodes, like, I'm really starting to get, like, jerked up by the fact that... Like, expect, did you watch this last episode? No, I haven't. This seen it. last episode like really hits you because it's meant it's meant to tell you like this is the end. Like this is happening, dude. Like this is happening. Like there's no way around this. And so it's starting like kind of to finally hit you. Um, and now that the crossover is here, we know that his story ends with the crossover. Yeah. Which is the worst part. And um, and so we don't have very much time with him left. We only have. Uh, we have four episodes with him left. That's it? I thought it was four. No, so his, his, uh, so this is the way that the the schedule works out for the crisis. So Supergirl is the first episode, part one, airs on December 8th. The following night, Batwoman, which is Monday night, part two, uh, usually a Sunday night show. Uh, and The Flash is December 10th, which is Tuesday night, part three. Then we go to the mid-season finale. So they leave us on a giant cliffhanger for some... These idiots. These freaking idiots are leaving us on a cliffhanger. They're not idiots. They're freaking idiots. They're leaving us on a cliffhanger. 
The final two episodes are Arrow on part four, January 14th. And then it's directly followed that night by part five, Legends of Tomorrow. So back-to-back two-hour part four. Interesting. So Legends of Tomorrow ends. And so Arrow, if, if, his, if his episode is in fact the last one that we're seeing... We won't even see him in the final episode of the crossover. We're seeing him before everything. Really just be a, and like so a, Legends could could end up being like the funeral. the wrap-up, like all of that stuff that's happening. Um, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it now. Because having, not having, I've spent so much time with Stephen Amell's Oliver Queen. I'm one of the very few people who have literally watched every single episode without having to binge something. Yeah. I've watched every episode on every week it's been on, I've never missed one, even through the bad times. And so I'm very connected to this character, very much how I was with Smallville. Like, Smallville's like the thing and that Smallville's I love. And Smallville's gonna be in it. So, and Tom <laughs> Welling's gonna be in it. Like, I'm losing my mind over here. But yeah, I mean, I just felt like it was a good time to talk about it. We're previewing it a little bit. I would love to figure out a way to maybe do some reviews for it. Oh, I would um, love to watch it and talk about yeah, it. Yeah, so I think it'd be a really cool thing to do. But, uh, I mean, I, I want to get your thoughts on it, too, because you binged uh, you binged a, a couple seasons of Arrow uh, prior to this season because you were kind of off the bandwagon. The two before this season. So you, you did six and seven. Yeah. Um, so you were, you were off the wagon like a little bit. episodes. Um, you don't watch Supergirl. No. You don't watch Flash. No. And you don't watch Legends. No. You tried to watch Batwoman and couldn't hold on to it. I, I still have it on the DVR. I think I probably will go back into it, um, but yeah. So I, I want to get your outlook on this because I'm one who watches everything. Yeah. You're one who just sticks to Arrow mainly. Yeah. How are you feeling about it? I'm excited. I'm excited because it's funny because like, I, to be 100% honest, I think I'm more excited about seeing you freak out Dude. over this uh, and hearing you f- the next day just like, losing your mind because it's going to be happening for like do you remember four days do you remember a couple years ago when uh it might have even been last year uh the crossover where they went back to smallville yeah oh i was with you when yeah so and remember they they did the introduction shot flying over from the show and they had the song i know and i was like oh my god they actually did that and then a year later or two years later they're actually having them involved in this and so imagine my reaction to this now. I was, I think we were watching it and we were, you were like, is that, the, is that the theme song? Yeah. Is that the, yeah. The, I knew right away. Like, I was like, oh, you oh shocked. out. It's absolutely, because like, they had, uh, they had, uh, uh, oh my God, what's his name? The kid, the guy that plays, um, Superman. Um, oh, Tyler, uh, Tyler Hecklin. Yeah. Uh, him and his, him, uh, him and Lois Lane, his Lois Lane, they were on the farm from Smallville. And I was like, there's no way this is happening right now. I was freaking out. Well, you, once we saw the pan over. Yeah, but I didn't I didn't ever think that they would actually go back to the same farm. I, I don't know. It's just, yeah. <laughs> just, wow. I'm excited. I, I mean, I, I remember watching the first couple of seasons, like, religiously, like you did, and then it dove off, and then I got back on, and then I dove off, and then you started, this is Kylo, the, <laughs> the Apocalypse pup, um, but then, once I heard this, like, Christ Son of exactly like, happening. I was like, holy crap. Like, I, I'm not, I no way am I, like, a, like, Geo, where I'm a ginormous DC fan. I know all this stuff. But I know Crisis on Infinite Earths is a big deal. Like, that is DC's Civil War. Yeah. 
Uh, they're Infinity War. Or Infinity War. They're Infinity Gauntlet, yeah. Um, that is their everything. And so, once yeah. I heard that, I was yeah. like, whoa. Like, they're doing that on a TV shows? Like, and they're that's doing a, it well. Yeah, that's like a movie level, like, thing to do. And they're doing it in this TV series. And then, like, obviously seeing you absolutely lose your ever-loving mind for just hearing the theme song music and you go is that the part that's the part holy oh my god that's the part <laughs> losing it so like yeah i'm i'm excited to see how it's done because they clearly are like we are going to make this amazing and like they there's no doubt i think in anyone's mind that this isn't going to be amazing I think the people that made there's this... There's no way it's not. No. There's no... I, I don't care how bad it is. There's no way no. it's not going to be good. They literally, like... I feel like they know, like, they're like, we are going to kill this. Oh, like, this, like, is, this is going to be a talk for for a, for, the, for a month. This is going to be a talk for a month. Oh, I think this could go down as, like... Oh, yeah. No, 100%. One of the yeah. biggest mm-hmm. things to happen in comic book lore, yet alone TV. Movie. Totally. Totally agree. Uh, and, I mean... It's unheard of to combine five different shows. Not just five different shows, but the amount of characters they have. Yeah, and not even characters that had anything to do with shows that are currently on. Yeah, like uh, you have Tom Welling, Superman. Um, you have his Lois Lane, so Erica Durant is coming back. You have Kevin Conroy is playing Batman to Brandon Routh's Superman. Okay? Um, I mean, I, I can't think of them off. And then you have all the characters the from Birds The Flash. Oh yeah, the 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 girl who plays Huntress in Birds of Prey is coming back. Um, I mean, that was a long time ago. Yeah, and, and I mean, I would absolutely love to see Justin Hartley's Green Arrow. That'll never happen, but I I would be so happy if he came back, or if Alan Richson's Aquaman came back. Like that would be so dope. It'll never happen. Um, no, I just I think that it's 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 such a feat of theirs to be like we're seven years into this. We're being very successful, and we're gonna try something that could, could really bomb. Like that could yeah. could really bomb because we have no idea where it's gonna go after this. Yeah. Like, is there still a Supergirl show, or is there a Supergirl and Batwoman show? Is there still a Flash show, or is he part of the Legends now? Like, what happens to all these shows going after all this? Because and Black Lightning was never supposed to. No, Black, Black, Black Lightning was a standalone thing on its own. It was it wasn't the ugly stepchild, but no. it was it was this stepchild off the side that was living in its own world, kind of like Daredevil was to the MCU. Yeah, and they're like, we can fit him in. Yeah, and so I, I don't know. I mean, it's I'm more interested in seeing what happens afterwards because it it's it's that's the, I think I agree with you. It's almost like unfathomable, unfathomable, whatever. Unfathomable. Yeah. Uh, to think that anything could even happen after this, just because it's such well, and a it, big no, deal. Re- knowing the crisis storyline and reading it and loving it, it's it's arguably my my all time favorite DC story for a lot of people. Obviously, yeah. Um, we know what happens to the Flash. We know what happens to the Flash, and so yes, they're playing this idea that it's Oliver's turn to do this, and that happened in last year's crossover where he made a deal with the Monitor. We don't exactly know what the deal and is. For the record, all of the crossovers are good. 
Uh, there's there was one that was okay. What one? The Nazi one. Oh, I loved the Nazi. The Nazi one was okay. I and, or no, it wasn't the Nazi one. Sorry, sorry. Excuse me. It was not the Nazi one. It was the the, 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 the denominators one. Denominators. The aliens. Yeah, that um, one was okay. Okay, yeah. Um, but no, I mean they they've been. We know that at this point, we all know that it's Oliver's time to die. This is like this is it's, like it's gonna die. happen. Like it's going to happen. I don't think he's going to die. I think but if he so it's either Oliver or Flash. It's either Oliver or Flash. And honestly, it's not Flash. That's the thing. And so I really do see Berlanti being like this is Arrow's last season. Could we not kill him? Sure. Are we going to? Yeah, cuz that's how it's going to go. A hero's journey is going to end by doing that. That's how they're going to kill him. And it sucks. Like it effing sucks. Like if I had to choose between Arrow and Flash, F Barry Allen. <laughs> Like, I think he's become, kind of become a little bit of a wuss, in my opinion. But it just, I think that it's it's the right course to go because of his story. And I think you'll understand more after watching this last episode. Like, this guy has grown so much since 2012, that first season. He was, he was the party boy douchebag who's out for himself. He was literally killing people. Like, it was epic. Like, he was literally killing people. It was people. awesome. Yeah, it was awesome for two seasons. But I love the shift that he's made. He's gone through these trials, and the stuff with his kids is working out really well. And, like, he's getting this time with these characters that he didn't think he would get. And so I, I just, I don't know how they're going to do it or when they're going to do it. But it's it's going to be very emotional because all of these things are going to come out that were teased in last year's crossover um, when he made the deal with the Monitor. What is that deal? Like what? Like, is it just saving his Earth? Or is it saving everyone around him to sacrifice himself? Like, what the hell? Is, unless they already revealed it, I'm maybe brain farting here. But what is that deal? And so, like, I don't know, man. Like, it, like, it's, I'm, Greg Brandy's a genius. Like, he's a piece so of we, pure genius. We have, in the fact that he's about to take over this. But it does kind of scare me a little bit that it'll be very CW-fied. Because he kind of has that outlook a little bit. But that's just. But he is the good thing is is he is an executive producer or a producer on Titans. And Titan season two was just awesome, by the way. I know. I and know. they killed one of my favorite characters, and I'm super pissed off about it. Super pissed off about it. We should have talked about that. I haven't seen it yet. You gotta watch it. Man. I know. I want to. You gotta watch it. Um. So we have it. What? December eighth. Is it eighth, ninth, tenth, and then two on January fourteenth. So we have a full month of a cliffhanger. I what love, the hell? I'm literally going on vacation on the 11th, so now I have literally... I'm going to watch <laughs> one, one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. We're going to leave me on vacation, mm-hmm. mind blown, and then come back and finish it. I cannot. It's going to be incredible. I, I need to be in the same room as you the second <laughs> the Smallville stuff goes down. That's the thing. We don't know when he's going to show up. Like, is it in Supergirl? Is it in the very first episode? Is it only for one episode? What if he... Is it for all five episodes? Like, we don't know. All I'm thinking of right now, outside of like what's going to happen afterwards, I just want that inf- that end game shot where it's literally all of the characters on screen together. I don't know how much money they would have to pay or how much it would cost. If Berlanti doesn't do that, F this guy. He wasted seven years of my life to do that? Like, you have to, you have to put... All of these characters together. I want to see all three Superman on screen together. What if they kill these characters, though? Well, they could do a Black Widow type thing. No, I'm saying, like, kill, like... 
Well, you're, I you're don't. Tom Welling, Smallville. Kid. I don't. I don't think they kill. I don't think you kill a Superman personally. I don't think that. I don't think that you're gonna have four Supermans. It's three. But okay. remember, remember, it's all about different Earths too. That's what I'm saying. They already killed Earth too. Like Why here's here's off? the big question: Are they gonna put them all on one Earth? Like, are they gonna put them all on one Earth? That would be what the biggest question there is. You would be killing Supergirl's world. That's yeah. the big thing. Or are they are they gonna find a way to transfer all of those people to another world? Like, there's so many effing questions. Like, what it's would you wild, do man. if the show literally just the first one on Sunday just starts with Smallville with the Smallville? I fucking the, no, no, no! <laughs> I lose my mind. Just the theme song. I like, lose my mind. Like Supergirl. All right, Supergirl's on, and then you hear the Smallville theme song. Dude, I lose my mind. Start the episode. I lose my mind. <laughs> you know I lose my mind. I know. I don't even think you'd be able to handle See, anything he, else. The thing going, and we're gonna have to move on here pretty soon. But um, the I don't know how they're gonna approach this this crossover because in years past, each crossover episode has had to do with each character. Yeah. I don't think that's gonna be the I don't case think so either. Like, that's that's also scaring me a little bit because we could see Oliver. We could legitimately see Oliver die in an episode that's not even his. We could see the Flash die in an episode that's not even his. We could see a Legends character die that's not even in their episodes. Like that—that that scares me. I could see him running bit. through all five shows. Who? Uh, Stephen uh, Green Arrow, Oliver. Yes, but I'm pretty sure they said that his his episode of the crossover is his last. I could be wrong. We'll have to check the numbers, but I think we've been through six episodes of Arrow, right? Five or six. No, I think it's five because I'll look. I'll look when we move on. But um, if it is say, say this was the la- this last one was six, then Supergirl, Batwoman, Flash, Arrow, that'd be ten, and they were giving him ten episodes. <laughs> it's gonna be wild. I'm absolutely freaking out, man. Wild. I can't. I cannot wait to see the characters that come back because they've even come back and said that. Some of the characters that not not even all the characters have been announced. They haven't even been announced. Like, I I, can't I know even... your Alan Richmond could actually like Alan Richmond, dude. I, I like him as Aquaman, or that or Kid Flash from Smallville. You can't bring you. Unfortunately, you can't bring back Cyborg because the okay, the died. But it's like, <laughs> oh, the actor died. The actor died. I got you, um, dude. <laughs> Hey, you could even pull. You could even pull a fast one. Because in the small, in the they had small book comic book, a comic book run that was a sequel to this final season. He ran with Batman and Wonder Woman, dude. Like, imagine they popped in. Like, oh my god, it'd be so wild. Anyway, I mean, you might. I mean, even just seeing Tom Welling in the costume alone is gonna. We've never seen him in one. No, we've. It's gonna be so classic. It's going to be so classic. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be it's gonna be classic, Christopher Reeves Superman, just like Brandon Wealth was in his Superman. Do you think we see the like? Oh um, hell yeah! <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised if Berlanti recreates the final shot of the series and and does that as a little tease in because he said that we're gonna find out what they've been up to since then. And I know it's a spoiler, but the last shot of the series. 
was him on the Daily Planet rooftop doing this. That irony. It was the very last shot we ever saw. The emblem went up into digital. We saw the emblem pop up. I wouldn't be surprised if Berlanti's like, I'm going to recreate that shot. And we see him literally fly off and fight, and fight that battle. That would be epic. I mean, you're almost in a way getting like... Mini, I'm getting a Smallville mini, sequel. Mini episodes. It's like El Camino to Smallville. Yeah. And But El Camino wasn't very good, so hopefully this is oh, good. Jeez. <laughs> Um, anyway, we should probably move on. All right, so, I could geek out about this all. I so should, I should do. I should literally do an Arrowverse podcast. Like I could geek out about this all. I mean, day you do long. I will say he genuinely has watched every single one. I lived with him for two years, and he watched every single. Even through the th- the bad times, man. Everything. I, I, oh everything. God, man, there are some rough times. Yeah. I still, I still remember to this day seeing that first ever crossover between the Flash and, and Arrow, and you can probably find that on my Twitter too. I was losing my mind that it was just those two characters. Oh yeah. Now you freaking hundred times that? Are you just joking you Tom me? Tom Are you joking me? And his Lois Lane. Yeah, Erica Durant was a, such a mess. I, I lived, I have lived eighteen, seventeen years with with this world of characters. Well, not seventeen. Excuse me. I'd probably say somewhere around twelve because I binged. The first so many seasons of Smallville, and then watched the last ones live, because um, I caught on later because I was younger. But I've spent so much time in my life with these characters, and Erica Durant was truly, truly a childhood crush of mine, like a young crush. Like her Lois Lane is probably my all-time favorite Lois Lane. She captures the character so perfectly, and there's there's some great ones like uh, the original Lois Lane. She she is incredible. Her, her and Christopher Reeves. Um, are unlike anything, but to me, my Clark and Lois is Tom Welling and Alex Durant. Yeah. Like I grew up watching them, and so seeing them back as these older characters, like I love that you can't even like say it without, without smiling. Giggle. I just smile. I can't wait to see Clark's mom. I mean, I can't wait to see some of their friends if they show up. Like I know that Alice and Max not gonna come back because she's like went cuckoo, but I mean, like. I'm so bummed that Michael Rosenbaum's not coming back. I'm so bummed that he's not coming back, man. I think that's the one. It's such a freaking bummer. I think that's the one like black spot. Because that 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 dynamic between uh, Clark, Michael Rosenbaum yeah. and Tom Welling is some of the best Clark and uh, Lex Luthor stuff you'll ever see. Yeah. It the way they backstored it with their friendship and everything. Like. <sighs> anyway, let's move on. To <laughs> I don't even. Well, I'm, I'm just sitting there letting you talk. But, uh, yeah, so with that, clearly we're very excited about that. Jake, probably more than anyone. But um, Watchmen, it has been absolutely killing it on HBO. It is arguably one of the best shows in mm-hmm. the last, I don't even know how many years. It's It's incredible. It is, the storytelling is... Unlike anything I think I've ever seen. On television. On television. Mm-hmm. It... I have nothing bad to say about that show as at this point. Um, but, I mean, do we want to talk about it before we just want to dive into what... Let's dive into... I mean, full spoilers here. Yeah, we're not, spoilers, We're not going to hold back on this watch me, I mean, we're like, what, six episodes in, I think? Seven. seven. There's only two more, I believe. There's nine total. Yeah. So seven. Okay, so seven. Um, Regina King is the most badass 
character. Sister I, Knight. Sister Knight. And we got a really, really cool backstory this episode. Loved really that backstory because that actually, for the last however many episodes, I've been wondering why she's been called that. It was always going to happen. Yeah, but I've been kind of like more and more like, okay, why is she called that? Totally. What is her thing? Um, but these episodes are incredible. They're like throwing real life stuff at you and like saying like, watch it. It's it's the most it's the most um, woke. <laughs> I I guess relatable is the best word to come to my head, but it's the most relatable to our world today as far yeah. as media or uh, television or, or film go. Uh, and there, film there's a lot of film that has done the same thing, but as far as television goes. It is the most thing that is closest to what's going on in our world. Um, specifically this episode with the white supremacy stuff and like it becoming like an all-time high in the show. Oh, um, I, think, I still think the best thing was the very first episode that where they threw the... Uh, the Oklahoma, the Tulsa bombing stuff. Oh, the, well, then it was followed by a white supremacist killing a black cop. Yeah, like, and so it it's it de- it hasn't stopped from there. No. It hasn't stopped, and it's it's a very important show too. But it's also it's just a show that like it captivates you from the moment you watch it until the moment it finishes. Oh, 100%. and it can be as slow as anything else going on. It can also be as fast as anything else, and you're always tuned in no matter what. Like everything yeah. that's happening, like even the first half the first half of the episode is essentially Regina King in a bed talking to Lady True or going through some kind of memory thing with it with her backstory in, in uh, Vietnam. And so Damon Lindelof, the ability to be able to keep our attention in those kinds of sequences is pretty incredible as a writer. It, it, there's a lot to do with the directors, obviously, and there's directors different episodes, but... Um, and the way they use flashbacks too, like They're that's crazy. such an under underrated thing that hasn't been talked about. There's been a lot of flashbacks. Excuse me. There's been a lot of flashbacks for specific reasons with Will Reeves, with Regina King's character. Um, you know, uh, I, I want to say Mirror Guy, but that's not his name. Looking Glass. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of flashbacks for certain reasons that that happen in certain areas, but it's the way that they're used and the placement that they're put, and so. I, I haven't seen an episode yet where I've, like, looked on my phone or tried... Like, no. last last night, for example, I was watching Watchmen, or two nights ago. I was watching Watchmen. No, last night. Well, by the time okay, this goes yeah, up. Yeah, by yeah. the time it goes up two nights Sorry. ago. Um, I had to upload a video. I had to upload a video to YouTube. I, I literally didn't get out of bed to and do it because I would have had to take my eyes off the TV. And I didn't want to press pause. Like, I didn't want to press pause. Yeah. I uploaded it before I went to work the next morning. Like... <laughs> I, I could not just not do it. And so it's there's only very few of those shows that are able to do that. Um, and I also like that they literally just give no Fs. Like they it's, want they that want is to, the best part of a show. They want to tell the story that they want to tell and they don't yep. care how they tell it. Yes. Which is just so brilliant. And yeah. I just think that um, I I want I ne- I never wanted to end. Neither do I. I never wanted to end. And like the fact I, that it, there's two more episodes kills me. It, I just kills it, me. I'm. And you know what's funny about it? There's so many questions. Yeah. There's so many effing questions. Like not even just about Ozymandias or 
Um, now, now uh, again, spoilers. Freaking Doctor Manhattan's here. He's alive. He's well. He's on he's Earth. Been he's there. he's back to being Doctor M, the big dude, the big blue dude with the giant, you know, PP. You know, they showed uh, he, wears, the, he wears a speedo now. But um, they showed the dildo earlier in the season. That um, <laughs> okay? Did you hear that whole thing? No. Okay. And someone thought of this, but it. I if this is true, and the actual like. This is where they went. The blue dildo was named Excalibur. Okay? No, no, no. The X of the character, uh, what's her name? Oh, uh, Silk, Silk Spectre. Yeah, what's Officer Blake? Officer Blake, yeah, yeah. The X of Cal Abar <laughs> nice. is Dr. Manhattan. Nice. I don't know if that's true, but if they it did that, it it's sense. the most ge- one yeah. of the like the simplest things. It totally makes sense. Are incredible. It's he he Damon Lindelof literally held him, held him bet- underneath our nose for seven episodes, and we yeah. didn't see him sit there. Um, and it's it's just another testament to the storytelling, the way they're able to tell stories. Uh, I just I love that everything comes back around and it comes back around at the right time. Mm-hmm. There's no stone left unturned. And even though that there's a million stones flipped up on one side right now, they're all going to be flipped back onto the correct side by the time the season's over. Um, Ozymandias, Sister Knight, Dr. Manhattan, where the hell is Looking Glass, right? Um, Is Night Owl going to come back into the fold at some point? I would love to see that. Love to see that. And I know it won't happen, but get freaking Patrick Wilson to play him. That'd be amazing. Not going to happen, though. Um, I just, I don't know, man. It's just like... It's been such a, a a specific show to this point. That moment where we see all these characters on screen about to fight, like I'm gonna lose my mind. Yeah. Because it then it shifts. Then the show's tone completely shifts, and it becomes what it's been leading up to for eight episodes or nine episodes or however long it takes. It could literally happen for ten minutes at the la- end of the episode, uh, end of the last episode. I'd be totally fine with it because the way they're telling the story has been so successful and so just like riveting. To the point where I don't care if I see superheroes fight. Yeah. Like, I love the drama aspect of it. Yeah. Like, that the two episodes ago when Angela Abar, uh, Regina King, stepped into his, her grandfather's... Over, she took the nostalgia. Like, Woo! that episode, there wasn't, like, a lot going on. We saw some fighting, like, and there's some brutality in that episode. But a lot of it was more about conversations and, like, the kind of man he was Acting. and the kind Before. of, like... What kind of world that he was living in, that stuff interests me. Yeah. And if that's what Watchmen is, I'm 1,000% on board for it. I love that the fact that this show is raw, it's real, and they don't give a flying mm-hmm. you-know-what if it pisses you off. And that <laughs> is the best part of the show because it is, it's real, and if that pisses you off, it's almost like, well, you're the problem. Like that's it's it's throwing it in your face and making you watch it. And if you don't like it, too bad. Stop watching it. Like that's literally the feel I get when I watch the show. Sometimes I'm like, I don't have an even a clue what's going on, maybe, but I know that I absolutely love it. Totally. Like it's, I love going after every episode directly onto Twitter and looking at the hashtag for Watchmen HBO and seeing people just 
this show it's the hottest is show on television. The most incredible. It's so real. It's it brings out emotions in people that like it's just like f yeah. Totally. Like it's it's incredible because I don't think there's ever been a show like this that it's like literally like we're going to tell this story. If it pisses you off, good. Because we don't care. Like, it's in, it's in, and Regina King, if she does not win some type of award, she's being robbed. Because she is incredible in this show. Incredible. And, uh, Dr. Manhattan reveal? Oh, I would have never saw that coming. I didn't see it until... Until, uh, they, like we had talked about, so spoilers for the last episode, but, um, the second that, the, that Angela mentioned, or whoever mentioned that Cal was in an accident, my first thought was, whoa, what if she knows this entire time? Like, what if this is all connecting to Dr. Manhattan and she's literally there with Dr. Manhattan banging the hell out of him every night and she knows but he doesn't like yeah that's why or or my well i didn't i thought that he knew i didn't i thought that he knew it something i knew that he was an accident he forgot things but i thought that he was maybe playing coy or something i didn't realize that she literally had to bang his head in to open up dr she manhattan killed him literally essentially yeah it was killed, killed like a his his shell. Yeah, like, shell. It's a good word to put. Good way to put I it. I mean, yeah. it's. Did you see uh, Yaya Mantine's Twitter last night? Yeah, he was he, like, Ooh! he posted. No, like, he posted a video of him just laughing. Yeah, for fifteen seconds laughing. He he loves this stuff, man. I Regina, it's did so you see Regina King. Oh no, did she, hears, no, she said this man has been waiting seven episodes oh, dude, to react. It's so like cool. This. It's so funny that he just posted a video. And what's funny about it is like, if people are following him and they're not watching this show, they have no idea what he's doing. Yeah. Not a he can just laugh, and he can laugh at all of us, the fact that we were effing fooled. So duped. We were so duped. fooled so hard. It is one of the biggest twists to ever happen in a comic book-centered uh, property. any type of show. Like, well, I'm, no, yeah, definitely. But I mean, there's some big twists that happen. But oh, I'm, yeah. I'm just going to say for now, for a comic book-centered or a graphic novel-centered property, this is by far one of the biggest twists to ever happen. And it was literally in our face. Every the entire time. It was incredible. It was incredible. I literally texted you and was like, go watch it right now. <laughs> like, it was, uh, I, my, my curiosity was piqued when I heard the amnesia. The second she like took off, I was like, wait a minute. And then the second, like the minute before it happened, I was like, Holy mm -hmm. crap. Mm -hmm. I would have never seen this going. Yeah. Never, ever, ever. And it's just so funny because this whole time I've been like, you know, it's it's going to be someone like stupid. It's going to be like someone you don't expect, but like, you know, it, okay, we see it. I, it never once ever crossed my mind that it could be him. Ever, 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 ever. I just thought he was this nice, wholesome guy. She's the opposite to him. Her his yin to his yang. Yeah, and what's funny? I've loved his character. Like, he's been I, great. I've loved his character, and now he's now that character is gone. Like, how is? Uh, but it's still him. Well, yes, 
But because they, you could hear him talking, and it was definitely Yaya Mantine's voice. Well, yes, but I'm saying that 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 character is gone. Yes, and yes. so how how is how is he now? Like, what is he? How does he cut? Like, how do you explain it to the kids? Well, like, yes, all but that stuff. My my thing is the only connection I have is is the movie, and I know it's not connected to the movie, obviously. And so how. Like, how do they approach the character of Dr. Manhattan? I don't personally think that we're going to see him in the next episode. I don't either. I, I don't think that we're going to see her at all either. I think they're going to leave us, like, wanting and, like, thirsting for it. But they're going to focus on maybe Looking Glass. Maybe the... Uh, yeah, I mean, look at how they ended the episode. Well, maybe on uh, on the 7th Cavalry stuff with Blake. Yeah. Um, and we still have to wrap up Ozymandias' story before the finale. How does he get back to into the fold... He and, was just found guilty, and what does that but, mean? And, and, but how does he get back from this realm that he's in? Because he went to the real world, yep. but he came back out of the real world it's to some realm, out. and he wrote that thing on the moon that said, Save me, D. Who is D? Because it's not Dr. Manhattan. He was shooting that to a satellite to someone. Who is that? And so how does he get back into the fold? I think that this episode is going to show a lot um, that has nothing to do with them. And I'm, ha- I'm okay with that because there's so, so many things going on in the story that I'm like, well, like, well, I want to see more of Don Johnson stuff, even though he's dead. Yeah. Like, how did he get involved with the Seven Cavalry? That thing with her wife. His, his wife like, was see, like. See, I saw that coming when she went there yeah. and the twist and everything. But that's interesting. Like, where does that go? Does it go any further or not? Um, there's a lot of things that need to be wrapped up with only two episodes left. That sucks. I, I love the fact that this is a show I looked forward to, but I did not expect it to be this totally. good. Totally. Yeah. Nobody did. I Nobody did. Exactly. And I, I just love that. I think that's the thing that makes me smile the most. I was like, yeah, I'll watch it. Now I'm like, the next episode needs to hurry up. Like, it's it's incredible. And it's just amazing. It's awesome. Um, but yeah, that's our, uh, our episode of Nerd Nation. Maybe we'll do a season spoiler review after... After the last episode airs, because we all watch it, Jacob's behind and freaking loser needs to get on it. But um, Gio would want to talk about it. Gio and, watches it. And, and Keith, Keith watches for, it too. This we is this is like up Keith's alley. Oh yeah. And so maybe maybe we'll do a season spoiler review afterwards. Yeah. Maybe we'll just make a whole Nerd Nation episode about it. Yeah. I mean, we definitely could talk about it. That's for sure. But uh, yeah, so that's our episode of Nerd Nation issue number twelve. Uh, you got a little bit of the King's Man. You got uh, Jake and I's excitement for the uh, Arrow Crisis on Infinite Earth crossover. Uh, And then, of course, the greatness that is Watchmen. Um, So, yeah, let us know what you think about anything we talked about. We would love to hear it from you, especially what you guys think about these shows, this news, anything that we talked about. Uh, Check us out on any type of social media that we have. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, Anchor base youtube every everything so uh but yeah check us on out we have tons of stuff we got paddle on podcast as well as the apocalypse now staple show that we do live on saturdays um but yeah for apocalypse movies i'm brian that is jake kyle the dog we will see you guys later hey everyone jacob bartley here thanks for watching if you want to check out something similar from apocalypse movies click this video up here you want something a little bit different check out this video down here. If you haven't done so, please subscribe to Apocalypse Movies and let us know your thoughts in the comments section. We always love to hear from you. Thanks for watching.